Howdy y'all, Cal here from the editing room to tell you about another giveaway. You all have taken our little podcast and incorporated it into your life week after week. Because of this, we wanted to show our utmost gratitude for your support. We are so close hitting 1,000 downloads on our show. So, from the time this episode releases to the time we hit 1,000, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter, and comment on any of the giveaway posts to be eligible to receive some really neat stuff like a pharmacy mask or prescription RX mug, plus a thank you note for myself and Shane. Again, we can't thank you enough for what you do. Without you, this just wouldn't be possible. Oh, one more thing. If you'd be interested in showing some additional support to the Let's Farmonize podcast, please, please consider joining our Patreon. Your 3 or $5 contribution would be so incredibly generous and would help keep this show going. Plus, you'll get really cool exclusive content like bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes stuff, monthly AMAs from us, and so, so much more. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. All right, Mickey, start us off. Hello, and welcome to Let's Farmanize. I'm Mickey Ferguson. I'm Cal Vandergrift. I'm Shane Gerritsen. And today, we're going to talk about Ergamasol. All that and more on Let's Farmanize. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The views and opinions expressed within are those of the authors and speakers themselves and do not necessarily represent any affiliated institution or third party. Another question we're going to start with today. We always start with a question. Do we? What does a golden retriever cutting up cocaine <gasps> and blood vessels explosion have in common? <gasps> I don't They're know. They're three of my favorite things. They're giving me anxiety. Let's talk about the drug Ergamasol. Brand name Levamisol, by the way. I hope I'm saying that right. I think I'm pretty close. Ergamasol is an anti-helminthic drug that is used to prevent worm infestations. Ergamasol was created in 1969 by Janssen. By the early 1990s, Ergamasol had also been found to be efficacious in treating rheumatoid arthritis and even as an adjuvant for treating colon cancer. Because of its amazing immunomodulatory effects, it's an immunomodulator, the mechanism of action for Ergamasol is quite complex, but to keep it simple, it has been shown to stimulate a depressed immune system and kill parasitic worms by affecting their reproductive system. So just keep it in the back of your mind that it can increase the abilities of the immune system by increasing the amount of NK cells, natural killer cells, and T cells in the body. But here's the strange thing. While these attacker cells in the immune system rise, Ergamasil has been shown to suppress the innate immune system. This is not a great side effect. Your innate immune system is the body's first-line therapy for fighting infections. And while the drug may help cure the rare, more dangerous disease states, you'll be exposed to the more common, but maybe less deadly, diseases. So all in all, it's a good choice of drug when other choices don't work, but there's also this one thing, one side effect that will leave you blue in the face. Literally. Uh Uh-oh. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Ergamasol, along with the immunoside effects, also can cause something called thrombotic vasculopathy. This condition, most often discussed as a fetal development issue, is notorious for causing a horrible lesion on the skin with a large amount of red, reddish-purple discoloration located on a large portion of the body surrounding it. This condition, caused by vasculopathy, is often known 
as retiform purpura. This can often lead to tissue necrosis as the susceptible part of the body is no longer receiving the blood it needs, but instead is leaking into the derma. While I normally recommend googling some images of these diseases we discuss on the show, for this one I would recommend only doing so if you have a strong stomach and are not currently eating anything. Googler discretion is advised. Just any. All discretion. Be discreet. Since this discovery, ergamasole has been directly associated with causing retiform purpura, particularly in and around the eyes. Due to this, ergamasole was recalled and completely taken off the market for human consumption. However, there is plenty of cancer and RA drugs on the market these days, and helminth infestations are very rare in human populations. All in all, it didn't kill the drug market by removing it. Let's talk about a population more susceptible to worms. Your pets. Calvin, I'm only going to say this once. If you show me an exploded dog, I am leaving this podcast and never coming back. I will not show you an exploded dog. Thank you. You'll find out why. Oh, no. Almost every dog or cat visit to the veterinarian involves a check for several worms, including tapeworms, hookworms, heartworms, roundworms, and whipworms. All of these have been proven to be eradicated by taking ergamasol. This makes the drug a common choice for preventing worms in your animal, and while it may cause some side effects, such as nausea and diarrhea, it will not cause them to develop retiform purpura. Oh, good. Why this is, we don't really know, but it doesn't seem to be all that dangerous. So knowing this, would you give your pets this drug? Is there a caveat? Is there more things you need to tell me before I make this uninformed decision? Not really. That's about it. Oh, then yeah, sure. If they won't explode, then that's fine. They will not explode. Now, before we end today's episode, I want to bring up one more thing that has been happening more recently. Let's review a case presented by the California Poison Control System. Okay, so we're going to make this a competition. I'm going to read you a case study, and you have to tell me what's going on. A 49-year-old male presents to the emergency department. Erectile dysfunction. Incorrect. For fever, chills, general malaise, weakness, and black lesions on his ears. His history was only notable for chronic cocaine use. Vital signs revealed BP 140 over 90, temperature 38.7 degrees Celsius, heart rate 120, and oxygen saturation of 96%. He was somewhat agitated on physical exam and was noted to have necrotic lesions on both of his ears. Anything happening at this point? Y'all know? Just his ears? Chihuahua bit his ears while he was asleep. The chihuahua that was taking ergamasol recreationally. Is it frostbite? Here, I'll show you a picture. I don't know how cold that place is. Was he disinfecting earrings with ergamasol before piercing his ears with them? It was not. Right. Ergamasol on his headphones. Ignore the face because it was just his ears, but here is the picture. Retiform purpura on his ears. Okay. Got it. Was he taking ergamasol? I'll, I'll just keep going and then okay. after the end of the case study we'll talk about it. No, I've got it figured out. Do you? Yeah, he was... I don't have it figured out. Okay. His laboratory test revealed a urine toxic toxicology immunoassay screen positive for cocaine and a complete blood count demonstrating agranulocytosis. He recovered after antibiotic therapy, treated with filgastrim, which I haven't actually heard of, but it's a granulocyte colony stimulating factor, or GCSF. Never heard of that one. His crack pipe was acquired a day later by the Drug Enforcement Agency, and the remnant cocaine also tested positive for lobamisole. Okay. Oh, it's used as a cutting agent. That's really odd because there's a lot cheaper cutting agents you can use than something that's pharmacologically active. Well, in the world of illegal drugs, ergamasol is becoming more commonly used as a cutting agent that is mixed in with the product that they're selling. Ergamasol is pretty cheap because it's in a lot of dog heartworm medications. Yeah, but have you paid for that before? It's like $10. No, it's not. OTC, heartworm, is $10. Guaranteed. If you get it in the powder form... $10. It's probably pretty cheap. Oh. 
Ten dollars. Nothing. No, my my doggy's medication is too expensive. <laughs> Anyways, it's cheap and it's widely available at any pet store or animal health section of a retail store. It's also a white powder, so it is well hidden within the product. Surprisingly, it isn't all that frowned upon in the illegal drug market, as it's often mixed in with cocaine plus phenacetin, and that concoction is known as Superbuff. Have you heard of Superbuff? No. No. Like buff out. Like the like fallout drug, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, drug marketing's weird. Argamasol, mixed with Superbuff, is believed to increase the euphoria felt when taking it. It says who? Crackheads? Now, note, this is completely unproven and is not true according to several studies on Superbuff and, or- and Argamasol at the same time. Okay, so crackheads. At the end of the day, please don't do cocaine. But if you're going to do it, don't mix it with Argamasol. I really, I wasn't expecting it to go to, like, Argamasol and his cocaine pipe. I was, you know, I was... I still think they need to reinvestigate and make sure it wasn't his chihuahua, like, biting his ears. Biting his ear. Yeah. He had some... Some still left teeth They need to open up the cold case. <laughs> it's a cold case. Yeah. Yeah. They thought they had it beat. We cracked this case. We cracked it. Myth busted. Hey, you made it. Thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to get updates on when we post new content. Also, go check out our website at www.letsfarmonize.com for blog content and old episodes. Finally, a special thanks to Kelly Kerr for creating the music for Let's Farmonize.